I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And uh, with us tonight, uh, back in, in the saddle, I guess, is uh, Sound Guy Tom. Check one, two. Is that how it goes? Check yeah. one, two. The return of Tom. It's funny. I feel like it's actually like just a rotating seat to the left of me because one week it's Joe and the next week it was Todd. Now that it's Tom. And I will see who's here next week. And Tom's back from his trip to Ireland. Oh, got was, you some good places. Oh my gosh, Jeff. It was incredible. As you know, you were there before us and thank you for the tips, by the way. You know, we hit a lot of those same places you hit and they were just incredible. Uh, but yeah, I didn't want to come home. All right. I didn't want to come home. I was teary eyed in the airport, <laughs> yeah. but luckily there was free whiskey there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories. So we turned it into a podcast. And today is a uh, hot air balloon day. And, uh, and the big Jack. one today, national Janet day. So shout out to all the Janets out there, all our listener, Janet listeners. There's a Janet day. There's a national Janet day. Did you know that? Now you do. It seems unnecessary. Well, I, I apparently Janet must be a very popular name to have a national Janet day. There was, there was a paperclip day, and Janet Day makes exactly the same amount of sense to me, so okay. Fair. Okay. Wasn't last, last week, <laughs> I think. I'm actually trying to think right now of how many Janets I know, and there's not many, so right. you're probably right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, teachers by day, beer drinkers by night, lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer, so... Can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com, click on buy me a coffee, and buy me a beer. That's buy me a beer, not a coffee, a beer. Buy me a beer. Yes. I heard you changed that recently. We didn't change yes. it. The world changed it. The world's, oh, okay. the world's yeah, changing. The world demanded it. Awesome. <laughs> the world. Click on the link in the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com, and then you help us keep this podcast going. True. Uh, much appreciated. Also, links there to the online store. Sign up for our newsletter, check out our gallery, see all kinds of cool pictures, where we've been, what we've been drinking. I like beer, the podcast.com. And Tom's back, and you know what that you know what we're drinking. Any doubts I, about what we're drinking when Tom returns? If you gave me three choices, I probably could get it with all three. <laughs> Tom tells us what we're drinking. I, I can get the brewery with all three. I may get the wrong, I may not be able to get the beer. Well, if your three guesses were Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada, you would be correct. That is correct, sir. So, and I brought along uh, one that I've noticed that you guys haven't had, at least according to Untapped, uh, Juicy Little Thing Hazy IPA. And Ooh. I was privileged enough to have this one the other day and figured I'd bring it in for you guys to try. So let's do it. Is that related to the Hazy Little Thing? And there's another, I've, I've had yes, the one that's the yellow can. It's part of the family. Yeah, there's a family there. It's part of the so. colorful rainbow family. Well, thank you, Tom. Sharing is caring. That's true. It's not as juicy as I thought it was going to be on the nose. It's just the right amount of juicy on the nose. I mean, they know a thing or two. They, they, they know what they're they know doing. Stuff. They know what they're doing. It's like I'll be waiting a while. Yeah. That's a great pour for a video. Pour. <laughs> so juicy little thing. It's got a little bit of a bite to it at the end. They have some hops in it. Yeah. Yeah. 
trying to think what the name of the other one is because I've I've had let's see there's I know there's hazy little thing and there's like is it like sunny little thing or something like that? yeah that, that's thing. my favorite sunny one that sunny little thing because yeah. it's very that's juice forward and that yes. one's like a yeah. that's like a juice bomb well that's really good but it's very good too as well and it's got a little more if you're for those that want a little more of the might have um, to put just a little more in there to make sure a little I like more it of the so hops to it the hot profile yeah. on it that yeah. this this kind of bridges that gap Ooh, but yeah, I think good. you kind of have it kind of hazy little thing this is more more of an IPA but with some of the the juice right. profile or the fruity profile, I guess I would say. And then the, the sunny little thing is, is that's a full blown juice bomb. Yep. Oh, I like this one. I think this is my favorite. For, Sorry. Yeah. Well, that, that's okay. I don't dislike any of them. I will not refuse any of them, but I think this is my favorite. Yeah. Sorry if I'm subjective. <laughs> <laughs> we expect nothing more from you or Thank less. You. Thank you. So, Hey, well, we got a beer in hand. You know what that means? Do you remember what comes next? Uh, toast, maybe? Toast, roast, and pour one out. Cheers. Welcome back. Cheers. Cheers and cheers. I got a local toast. I always like to get those in first. All right, do that. Take care of our, our, our people in the neighborhood. I have a local toast as well, so I'll follow up. Okay. Battle Mage, right down the street. Yep. Battle Mage, they won gold at the World Beer Cup, the Olympics of Beer. Uh, for their one of their IPAs. It no, the, it wasn't an IPA. Excuse me, it was a hoppy amber. Can I ask a question though? Is it the Olympics of beer or is it the World Cup of beer? It's the World Cup of beer. Right. No, World Beer Cup. Let okay. me get it right. It's the so World be, Beer Cup, which so, they call quote unquote the, the Olympics, Olympics. Oh, of okay. beer. So they're saying that. Okay. Yes. No, I'm just getting I mean, some terminology in my mind straight. What's yeah. what's yeah. higher level? Like, is it better to win the Olympics or is it better to win the World Cup? But I don't know. That's, that's, okay. a, that's a conversation for another day. It sounds like it's a two for one deal. It's a two for one. Yeah. And it was for their Hoppy Amber, which is a beer that they said just got absolutely trashed 10 years ago when they first put it in yeah. a competition. And they have worked on the recipe and worked on the recipe. Summon Ifrit, which is a supernatural demon. A D&D player. Yeah. Now, no. but yeah. Supernatural demon being Summon Ifrit Hoppy Amber. So we, we got to get over there yeah, and try that beer. Yeah, congratulations to them. I, the only thing I, I, and we definitely need to get back over there because I heard, um, I don't know who we were talking to recently, but I was talking to someone and they said that they got rid of their, um, oh, we were talking to Ryan and and uh, Cody at the book signing that they got, they made them get rid of that whole front patio out there. So that's we need sad. to go over there and check and see if that's true or not. Makes me sad. Yeah, because you could sit there and then you could get something from, for your whiskey drinking friends, could get something from Hanaberry mm-hmm. right there next door. And fist fight in the back lot. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You got a local toast too? I do have a local toast. Actually, I'm going to start off toasting us, but I think you need to carry it on to tomorrow on why we're toasting us. Mm. Uh, bucket list achieved. Tell me more about myself. Yeah. Bucket, bucket list achieved. Um, and and I, a toast to one of our uh, colleagues as well for hooking us up uh, at Horse Ale Works or Horse Aged Ales. Oh, that's yeah. right. Kelly Folk. Yeah. Yeah, she's a convocation member at Horse Aged Ales. Yeah. And she hooked us up, and now we, we are, are members. We are, that's an elite oh, crew. Yeah, you talk about elite, elite. We're now elite. I'm afraid to open the beers. I am afraid to open the beers. I actually don't. I, think I, I just want just, to stare at them, and I might just have them sit somewhere so people can see them and go, "Oh, he's elite." Oh, you're somebody. Yeah, you're you elite. are. You yeah. know what? You already are somebody. So yeah. let's open those bad boys up it. and enjoy let's them. So thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Horse Ale, yeah. Horse Aid Jails, for having and, us. And super excited about the beers we're going to get to drink from them. <laughs> Tom, you brought back some toast from the old land and elsewhere. I did, I did, and I'm going to start off first uh, acknowledging the beer here. The reason, one of the reasons for the beer selection tonight, was that uh, toast to my daughter Jenna for 
selecting to go to Chico State. Oh, congratulations, Jenna. So not only is dad happy, but you boys should be happy as well. And here's why. The added bonus of Sierra Nevada, Sierra Nevada care packages for the ILB crew coming down on a monthly basis. Nice. Yep. Plus, you I need to say, visit every two weeks. I will say this, right. though, that for you, because uh, having been there, and I already have it on my agenda for this summer as well, nothing beats sitting in that brewery and drinking it undraft. You're the one that's going to luck out the most on this. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be up there in August dropping her off and... Uh, yeah, we might go once, twice, yeah. three times. Yeah. So give me your shopping list, boys, before I head up there. Happy to throw them in the car on the way home. So uh, second one I had is uh, happy to report that after receiving an all-clear sign for her most recent scans, my niece Sabina celebrated her one year of being cancer-free. Yay, Sabina. So shout out to, and toast to the warrior princess Sabina. Cheers. Good job. Uh, next one, I want to toast myself. Okay. Uh, oh, apparently, that's a thing we do yeah, now. We you yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm carrying on the trend here. Full of ourselves here on this podcast. We used to mock ourselves, but yes, now yeah. we toast ourselves. And, and, and I think uh, influencer Jeff can appreciate this one for successfully driving literally in the right seat on the wrong side of the road. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, on windy roads over cliffs. Windy roads over cliffs. We'll get. To, I got a cliff story for you. Um, I gave some hedges, some haircuts. Okay. Along the way. Uh, yep, exactly. And I I must have missed, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin, those double-decker motor coaches several times. <laughs> they come barreling around that corner, and you don't know they're coming, and you just dive, <laughs> but, and you're hoping you're not going to hit the, the wall next to you. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And oh, by the way, I love those roundabouts. <laughs> those roundabouts are great. I wish people over here could figure out how to drive in a roundabout. I only so. got honked at once because I, I drove like I was from Southern California on a roundabout. How many times, I got to ask you, how many times did you turn into the wrong lane? I don't think I did once. In Dublin, there was so much traffic that I just followed the car in front of me, yep. even if it wasn't going where I needed to go. And I didn't, <laughs> we didn't drive in Dublin very much. But out in the country, you are kind of alone. It, was, it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a, a big deal. There was no traffic. So yeah, most of our driving in the country in Dingle actually was... It was a single lane, even though it yep. went two ways. So right. you, there was no side of the road. You were just, if someone's coming, you pull over. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then last but not least, I want to toast my beautiful bride, Tina. So you guys know that she's not really a beer drinker, right? You know, it's out there. It's true. Well, I want to toast her I for... Admit, that's what I heard. But okay, that's beside the start. Go ahead. <laughs> we won't get into that here. Let's save it for another podcast. Uh, but I want to toast her for not just one, not just two, but having multiple Guinness while we were there. And she this sent is a picture. She and sent this a picture is, to my wife uh, saying, I've gotten through several of these. Yes, she did. And so, and that was without prompting. You know, I didn't say she need here. You need to have this. Here's, here's another one. When she in would, Rome she would order it herself. Waiter or waitress would go around, you know, Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. And she'd say Guinness. And we'd be like, Huh? Sounds like it's time to move, Tom. I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> I know. So uh, toast to my wife for uh, going down the dark side, <laughs> literally with Guinness. So, and she loved it. It was she. Did. That's why she kept ordering. It's so good. It is. It is. I'm spoiled. I know you are too. It'll never be the same. No, I've had Guinness several times here at at pubs where I've chosen it. It's delicious. Not the same. 
still delicious. Since you've been back? Yes. I'm scared to do it. No, no, no. It might be heartbroken. No, nah, don't be afraid. I even bought it in cans, the nitro yeah, cans, yeah, yeah. and it was solid. It's not yeah, the you same. Can't live your life afraid, good. guys. No. I'm just going to tell you that <laughs> no. right now. I'm going to have one when I get home. I just talked myself you, into you it. You can't do that. You can't, you can't live your life afraid. <laughs> I might have one before this podcast is over. I brought a Guinness. Oh, wait, you do. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, thank you. How about roasts? What do you got for roast? I got a roast. I'm going to roast sports fishermen, and particularly sports fishermen in Kansas. Uh, because Kansas game wardens had to remind their sports fishermen and residents, hey, don't fish with a gun. <laughs> and you would think it would be self-explanatory, but game wardens apparently in Garden City, Kansas were shocked. I have been to Kansas, and I don't think it's self-explanatory. Yeah, okay. But they said basically game wardens came upon a, a gentleman who was using a 9 millimeter handgun to try and catch, as he said, or kill some fish in the water. Um, and so uh, anyways, he was ticketed and licensed and basically was told, hey, you know what? You don't have a fishing license either. Oh, that <laughs> so, brings up a yeah. great question. That brings up. Yeah. So I'm always I, thinking. I'm always percolating. Yeah. But there's so many states now where you don't need a license to carry a gun. But Do you, you need-, need a license to capture fish? Okay. So you can't. So that's, that's where they I caught this guy. See. Not to mention the fact that apparently, um, for those that believe in science, uh, shooting <laughs> at a body of water, the, the bullets can actually ricochet off the surface of the water. So there's also that problem. So anyways, um, I, I was going to pour one up. Bullets can ricochet that's, off the that's surface. I, well, if you believe in science, apparently. That's what I've heard. Certain so, angles, maybe. Yeah, probably angles. I don't know. I don't even own a gun. Okay. I mean, I've I've shot a shotgun like once or twice in my life. That's about it. So I'm not the person you should ask about this. Okay. I, I And I definitely wouldn't use it to fish if I was doing that because well, no, it doesn't I'm seem not very sporting. To fish. Yeah. I would dynamite. Would be seem like a better way if I'm going to go. <laughs> if I'm trying to make a big splash and a big bang, dynamite would be the way to go on that. But anyways, there you go. That's my roast. Yeah, I got. I have a similar type fella. Yeah, S- similar fella. Yeah, uh, in Colorado though, um, this is uh, pulled over for a DUI, oh, and yeah. as the cops were running his plates, they could see him switching places with his passenger, so he could blame the passenger. And uh, when they came up, he went bolting out the passenger door, and then claimed, "No, no, I wasn't driving. He was, yeah. but the he was his dog." Right. Got it. <laughs> Blame the dog. It's the old fart joke, blaming the dog. Yeah, well, but he tried to set his dog up for a DUI. But you know the saddest part about that story? Because this, this was my story in the Law and Order, one of my Law and Orders. Oh. So I don't know if we want to switch it around later on. But the saddest part of that story is that there were two passengers in the back seat that were sober. <laughs> so think about that, really. If you really think about the roast and all of that, that, that he had two sober drivers in his back seat. So first of all, they were idiots mm. for not getting in table drive. And and then he, he switches places with his his uh, um, his dog, and uh, yeah, and so actually, I guess I, the, the way it ended up is that they arrested the guy and let the sober people drive the dog home, uh, and that was so all's well that ends well, I guess. The dog didn't get in trouble. That yeah, was, the dog that was, didn't, was yeah, the dog didn't get in trouble. But I I just thought that was like that, that was a roast on so many levels. Because <laughs> drunk driving stupid to begin with, with Uber and everything else, but then to try and you know do that it was yeah, so it was bad. I'm going to guess coming back from Ireland, you have no roast because there's nothing roast. There was delicious roasty Guinness, but there's nothing to roast in Ireland. It was wonderful. I'm trying to think. Let me think here. Uh, no. No. You come home and you go, oh. Yeah. Roasting oh. myself for coming home. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, then let us roll into pours. Um, so two pours. I've got two pours here. First thing, I'm going to pour this one out. I, I looked at this. I read this story and I'm like, there's no way this can be true. So I'm pouring one out for the truth. Um, this story, truth. Act, truth, comes out of uh, 
the Australian wilderness. And apparently there was a woman, Lillian Ip, who was lost in the wilderness for almost a week, um, managed to survive. And she managed to survive uh, basically on a bottle of wine and snacks that she had brought as a gift for, uh, for her mom. So I don't know. This so she's like Little Red Riding Hood? A little she's bit of Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So apparently she was on her way to visit her mom and brought some wine and some snacks. So she doesn't even drink and was on her way and she got stuck um, and so was not able to uh, venture p- far from her vehicle due to her health conditions. And only liquid she had was to drink was a bottle of wine. Okay. That got her through it. Um, and she actually was able to survive for, they said six days. And then uh, I guess apparently it says a drone was flying over. She saw it and she had just enough strength to raise her hands up. Oh, thank and goodness. The, yeah. And the officers located her and basically. However, I'm guessing there's a however. No, yeah, there's a big I, butt somewhere. This is there. the part that actually was kind of funny to me is that when she, when they, 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 uh, um, her quote was when the officers approached her, she says, I was just thinking water and a cigarette. And, and she said, thank God the police won't have a cigarette. So I just thought it was a great story, first of all. And I was just trying to figure out how to slip this in there. I don't believe that you could survive on wine for that long. Um, beer, yes, but not wine. Yeah. Um, so that's where the, the poor one out for the truth is. But I just think that the, the funniest thing is, is you've been out. You, oh, you've, you're, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I do like that. Uh, okay. And the, Sorry, I was a little slow. Yeah, that's all right. It's kind of like there's one of those jokes, the back of the room. Yeah. You, I'll let that one go to the back of the room at this point. Um, but I just thought it was perfect. Because like... Think about that. You're out <laughs> stranded for six days and all you're thinking is, can I get a cigarette, man? Can I get a cigarette? Oh, if I just had a cigarette. If I just had a cigarette. Water? No, thank no, you. No, thank you. No, I'll thank take you. a cigarette. So that's my first Ham pour. sandwich? Please, no. Yeah. No, cigarette. And my second pour, this is, uh, I've been sitting on this one for a little bit because I, I, we haven't been uh, doing this for, we've been had so many uh, guests recently. Um, but I feel like it's something that we need to talk about here in California. Um, and we, we recently lost one of our, uh, one of our Californians. Um, and he basically decided, Hey, I'm done with you guys. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Scott Bayo basically said, Hey, I'm leaving California. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It was really, really sad. And, um, I think the funniest part about it was, is he thought people were going to be upset about it and no, he got roasted and roasted and roasted. Um, and so anyways, and for those listeners that do not know who Scott Bayo is, don't worry about it. <laughs> Not even worth your time to look it up. Because <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen someone who has fallen so far, so he was, fast. At some point he in was, his life, he, he was, was chachi. He was chachi. chachi. He was probably on. He got to date Aaron Moran. I know. He was on the bedroom when a uh, bedroom walls of probably every girl at, at a certain age, at a certain time when we were young kids, or that whatever you want to talk about that in the seventies. And and at some young men's and some young men, and there's nothing wrong with oh, that. Yeah. And, no, and it's we're in June. That. We're in June. It's Pride Month, so here we go. We celebrate everyone here. Um, and uh, but yeah, but how far has he fallen? I mean, right now you got to put him in that pantheon. Him, uh, what's it? Um, Kid Rock. Kid Rock's another one. Kevin Sorbo, oh, boy, another boy. another guy who who uh, you know again these guys have. Took one, somehow they managed somehow to have a little fame and have just, whoo. Actually, the other one that went really crazy, too, uh, speaking of people from our younger days, that Kirk Cameron, another interesting one. Really? Yeah. yeah. He, he railed and started going off about um, basically the merits of homeschooling because of all the issues in public schools. What? Aren't his parents teachers? Yeah, both his parents are teachers. And that's kind of the funniest <laughs> thing. And this is a guy that was uh, brought up on a movie lot, so probably actually never went, <laughs> to, a never school, went to school. Never went to school in the first place. So I'm sure he has a, he's probably an expert, actually. And the li- younger listeners don't know who Kurt Cameron is? Don't worry he's about it. He's basically Scott Bale, Bale with yeah. curlier hair. Probably, yes. Yeah, younger. As I recall. Yeah. Yes. But there you yeah. have it. So pouring one out, we're losing. Hey, you remember I that like movie he was in? No, no, nobody does. No, no, nobody yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I would, I'm sure it was one of those after school specials <laughs> that we raced home at 2.30 to see and, you know, then quickly forgot. 
Um, but uh, yeah, because we didn't have DVR back in the days. You had to get home and see it when it started. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like um, he probably thought this was a big deal. And California was like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Actually, that was my favorite one. It was like uh, someone put the tweet was um, good job, California. Good luck, Florida. Because that's where he's moving. So there you have it. <laughs> you know, Florida is getting a lot of stuff right lately. Banning poetry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they go for the big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You have a gun problem? Ban no. poetry. That's true. Yeah. That's Good. what they say, actually. One poetry is a gateway Ga- to violence. I was going to say, one of the leading causes. Yeah. It's a gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway. Yeah. What do they call it? Again? How po- embarrassing. No, it is embarrassing. Mother Nature's even embarrassed. That's why it's sinking into That's the ocean. Very true. That brings me to my poor. Perfect. I didn't realize oh, that, that was a segue until I said it. I didn't mean there it. There you go. Cut that out, Mateo. I totally meant that segue. Uh, <laughs> I'm pouring one out for going back in the water, whether you're swimming or sailing or what you got. Yeah. You've seen how many bull shark attacks there yeah, have been. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. There was actually a, a massive bull shark where the person, like the bull shark knocked the, the person out of the kayak. Like that's next level. Florida, yeah. Maine, Hawaii. Yeah. Well, if you're in Hawaii, you expect to be attacked by sharks. If you get past the reef, yeah, yeah, you just, you're just you asking for it. It's like yeah. tourist yeah. attacks. That's, you're out of your lane. That. Yeah, it's yeah. tourist attacks. But the bull shark attacks everywhere, all over the world, constantly, but... But then next level, because they're not going to be outdone by bull sharks, killer whales. Yeah. Because killer whale attacks are coordinated. They're coordinating their attacks, uh, especially on sailors out of the coast of Europe and Africa, knocking them out of boats, sinking boats. The world's changing. You never know. It it does feel like maybe the animals are starting to plot against us. Um, So I don't know. We'll have to keep our eyes tuned. Do they think we got it wrong? But but I will say this. (laughs) I I actually started the week off um, reading that and getting a little concerned about it because I I am a big orca fan. Yeah. And I I don't like it when they're painted in a a negative light because I I feel like they get a bad rap. Doc did a really good job getting me to love the orca. But then I saw that story and I'm like, oh, great. Okay. So maybe, you know, wolves in sheep clothes, that kind of a thing. Um, but then I saw a story today about the orca, and it was the orca of some young. So I guess apparently an orca mom. I guess that's what you call it, orca oh, mom. Oh, 1977 orca, the orca that, mom. That, that, that movie? Yeah, yeah. Yes, no. yes, yes, that came up a lot this week as well. But anyways, this was a story. Orca mom got caught in a fishing net, and then her orca oh. children oh, no. actually um, alerted the fishermen. Some other people said, "Hey, come help our mom and save our mom." And they did. Their they came English in. English is excellent. Yeah, and got her on connect. Yes, they've been working on it. They I'm, I, I could translate. I'm sure it was a lot more screeching. Yeah, they probably were homeschooled. That's fair, Tom. Um, but anyways, but so that was a positive story out of the orca world. So, it, like I said, you're seeing both sides of the orca world right Unlike now. Like the tuna who are school schooled. Yeah. Oh. oh. You will have to talk to uh, Ben and get a little reading on that on the uh, comedy level of the joke. So. But anyways, yeah, so it's been a big week for Orca. Up and down, I feel like it. Um, I feel like their PR people need to get out and start doing a mass yeah. media. Yeah, game. their PR people have yeah. effed up from the beginning. Yeah. Killer whales versus yeah. loving whales. Just the name. Yeah, right. right. Lover whales. Yeah. Think, of, think of the difference. Right? So, that who, is named, fair. who named these guys? Right. But Orca is a cool name. It yeah. is. I, I'm yeah, a big fan of sound. Orca. Yeah. yeah. You got a pour? I do. Okay. It's been a while. Okay. But I'm just going to go quick and short. We need another hero. There. True. Cheers. Cheers. I have to say that one stung a little. That did. It did. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out. I'm, I'm, I'm empty over here, by the way. All right, all right. Get a beer. Yeah, I've been beer. trying to signal in the camera. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> send so, me a cigarette and some water. Going back to Ireland. <laughs> And a glass uh, of wine and some And snacks. by the way, no one in Ireland that I spoke to had a high-pitched voice like this. 
Right. So apparently my Irish accent has been both off and offensive for years. Did you use it? Oh, oh, oh I did. How did they look at you when you used it? I did. Yeah. Well, it depended. If they weren't Irish, they were like, how do you get to? Oh, that's, that's like, oh he's, he's a local. <laughs> but what I've got here is their West Indies Porter. and uh, Tom and I had been talking about going to the Guinness store, and they went on their first day. We, we also went on a Fixer's birthday. And in the Guinness store, they just had this massive pile of this West Indies Porter for a, for a euro each. Oh, I, nice. I missed that. Yeah. They, well, they said, I said, why are these, why are these at basically a buck 20 or what, a buck 10 or something? And they said they were a uh, misprints on the label. They were second oh, on the label. Like and so they just, they won't put them in the store. So they were a doll. And I bought it, thought I'd oh, drink it in the hotel room one night. Uh, home night work. I'm poor. Look at that poor. Yeah, I really shouldn't be the That's first to pour. Beautiful though. Thick. Oh, that that does look that pretty good. Like you should put a candle in that and it's make it a birthday mouth, cake. Making my mouth water. Um, but yeah, there there were uh, seconds on the labels. I can't find anything wrong with the label. I should have bought a dozen of them, but I just thought oh, I'll drink one. You don't speak Irish. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, and you said that correctly. You don't say Gaelic. You say Irish, right. unless you want to get someone really mad at you. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I bought it, thought I'd drink it in the hotel room, but there was not one night that I came home that I could fit in one more beer. <laughs> so, well, especially a beer like that, too. So the last night, I, I realized I had one more bottle the, to bring home. The nose, like the roastiness, the... the, 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 the mm. This smells so good. You enjoyed your tour of, the, of Guinness? Oh, heck yeah. So some people are saying it's a little touristy. You might want to skip. I wouldn't. If are I was my first me? time in Dublin, I would not skip the Guinness tour. The yes, it's touristy. Yeah, okay, you're also, so what? You're also on a podcast called I Like Beer, the podcast. So your priorities might be a little different well, than some of it. Well, Tina was drinking Guinness. I agree. Hey, you know what? But she had no choice because Tom was not going to be <laughs> going anywhere else either. So because Tom not only is on I Like Beer, the podcast, but his last name my is wife, McMahon. My wife won and the pouring contest. She that's won, fair. She on her won, birthday, no less. She wore best pour. She won an extra pint. I feel like at that point it was Tina get in line or get off the yeah. ship. But probably, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that, but I know that's how it would be with me if I was there and, and people didn't want to go. Well, what do you think of that? It's fantastic. That is really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry Chocolate-y, about chocolatey, huh? Oh, oh yes. this is delicious. It, it's dessert. For, in this beer. honestly might be the greatest beer I've ever had that you only paid a dollar fifty for. Like, if you really think <laughs> price for value, because I mean, obviously every beer you get free beer and you can say, oh, that's a great beer because it's free, but somebody paid for that, so you paid for this, but yes. you only paid a dollar fifty for this beer. Yeah. This might be the best beer, dollar fifty beer I've ever had. Complex yet mellow, hoppy with notes of toffee and chocolate. That is all true. No, that is a fantastic beer. So if memory serves, oh my gosh, and my memory's going, great. so I got, I got to throw that out there. You know, Pour one I out. think you're doing great. You're alert. Yeah. You're awake. You are um, pretty good. Your, for your manual dexterity is in the top ten percentile. Thank you, sir. So when we were in the gravity bar, um, this young gentleman, Ian. Proper name for Ireland, uh, Ian. 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 So he uh, he started giving us basically a, an education about all the beers that they had there, and this was one of the ones they had on top on tap at the Gravity Bar. Oh, they didn't have it when I was there. And he started saying how the only two places you can get that is Belgium and Ireland, right? We should get it here. Well, cheers. I'm just. We say, have it. We have it here. No, so. I mean, like we should get it here. We should be able yeah. to get this at Bevmo. Because this would be like my one of my like the one beer I would probably keep stocked. Yeah. Like you think about this, like like honestly, tonight it's it's super refreshing tonight, and, and it would be really refreshing even to have it like when it's warm or hot. But can you imagine this like on a cold winter night? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sitting by the fire. My God, I had no idea it was gonna be this good. 
Yeah. So I'm really had, excited about this. We had that and I gave that a Shawshank mm. when I was there. Instantaneous. Five. That's like, there's not many beers where I have off the first sip. I'm like, it's a five. That's a <laughs> yeah. five beer right there. Yeah. And Tina fell in you love with You should save a little bit too. for Mateo yeah. so that he Mateo. can, because otherwise yeah. he's going <laughs> to get really jealous of there. My, my drool right here. No, I, that honestly, and thank you. you. Know what? I like to give, I like to give Guinness the I like beer bump. Because right? they're, yeah. they're a little tiny company trying to get along yeah. in the world and yeah. Thanks to this us. Came over the pond. There's a lot that that had to happen for this beer to get here, but what a beer, man! Yeah. First, I had to forget to drink it. Yeah, thank you. And then I had to get too many beers in me every single night no, to not fair. even be able to consider drinking it. Thank you. Arthur. And then I had to smuggle it in my luggage, and it got yeah. through, and it made it to here. Great. Thank you for that. That's, that's honestly <laughs> phenomenal. Getting back to what you're saying about it being a tourist spot, yeah, it's a tourist spot, tourist trap, whatever you want to call it. But the Gravity Bar is a must go. You must go there, no matter what. But then I also like the historical uh, accolades with regards to Ar Arthur Guinness mm -hmm. and everything that he did, not just for Dublin, but for Ireland. I mean, this guy gave back to not just the community, but the country. And you see his footprint or handprint or whatever you want to call it all over Ireland. Yeah. Well, you went to, I believe you went to on our, our suggestion. That suggestion came from a friend of mine, Jensen, uh, the church restaurant. Which, which was a converted church into a very fancy restaurant and Incredible. bar, which is where he got Guinness got married. Yes. Arthur Guinness got married. There. There's a big picture Wasn't on the wall. Invited. That's yeah. Point right. Out. I know. Well, it was some time ago. Yeah. But it would have been a nice. It would have been nice it to get the invite. Yeah. It didn't mean right. I had to go, but yeah. you just like to be, you know, someone we to of you. We were there. They were, had the music going. They had the dancing going. The dancing going. Yeah. What a no. great, what a great, what happy people. It, it was, right? it was, it was great. What a, what an experience. Well, talent, did I steal all the thunder? No, I, I've got a little more thunder. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I feel a little bad. No, we, no, you're good. Usually actually, I can use it as a segue into my other, right. other part so of it. So this is, I like beer, Law and Order. Yeah. Is that what we call it? I like Law and Order, ILB. This is yeah. Law and Order, ILB. And then Mateo puts that in. Yeah, he okay. puts it. That's boom. important. I think you have to say that. This is where I've gone out and have looked for and found some of our top criminals in America and that these are their stories. Um, so the good news was, is you, you kind of segued into it. I was going to just basically talk about um, some of our more prolific and, um, you know, I will say drunk drivers, in fact, ways to, to beat the cops. This is how you beat the cops, okay? Not that you should do this in the first place. The best way to do it, get an Uber, take the Uber home. But... Here's two of our elite. So the first one you already talked about was the gentleman that tried to switch places with his dog. Okay. But not to be outdone. Another story that came out last week as well. This happened in Franklin County in Kansas. <laughs> All right, we're going back to Kansas, Kansas here. Is, we're putting them on the map. Today. Actually, I, I didn't, wasn't able to go far back in this to see if the guy was coming from fishing or not. Cause he might've been fishing earlier. I don't know. But basically back in Kansas, um, the police there um, get a call from a concerned driver saying, hey, this guy is swerving all over the road, right? So deputies, they send cars out in all directions with the report, and they eventually find this vehicle swerving around. They pull the vehicle over, and they say, you know, ask a couple questions, you know, and they say, hey, we need you to get out of the vehicle, okay? So gentleman steps out of the vehicle, and he's wearing a Bud Light can costume. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a hard one, hard one to talk your way out of. So, unless you got your dog in there too. Yes. Let me just tell you right now, guys. We are in late May, early June. This is not Halloween. 
All right. And this guy's driving around <laughs> in a Bud Light can costume. Actually, after going through some sobriety tests, it turns out that Bud Light can was under the influence of alcohol. Okay. And brought into custody and arrested for drunk driving. Okay. So there you have it. That's don't, my. St- don't drink and drive. Or not with your dog, not in a can. There's costume. no need to it. There's no need to you. Don't do it. But again, that's that's the law and order ILB. That we go out there to find the hard hitting stories, the the people that really are are are. Uh, actually, I didn't realize this was going to become the Kansas podcast. But Kansas, <laughs> you guys need to step up your game. You're quickly becoming. Uh, Florida's stepchild. Florida, the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, Florida, Florida. And you know what? Florida's, Ohio, uh, Ohio called dibs. <laughs> yes, yes. And Ohio already had that. Yeah, not to be outdone by several others out there. So, anyways, that's our Law and Order ILB, um, and these are their stories. Dun dun. Bud Light can costume. So, what, what's the scenario where he says, "I need to wear this out tonight"? I'm I'm in Franklin County. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see the exact date on the when when the story came out of. I'm just if I'm gonna think May, was it Cinco de Mayo? Because <laughs> some people don't understand what Cinco de Mayo is well, about. Well, first of all, with the pressure Bud Light's been under, yeah, and he's well. in Franklin County, well, maybe Kansas. He was a statement. Hey, he might be out for an ass kicking. Maybe he was making a statement. Maybe maybe he's a hero, although he still shouldn't no, he's drink a and drive because he's drunk driving. Yeah, he still but shouldn't be doing that. I understand that. that maybe his intent was. Uh, it's hard to say. But, but this I, is a complicated this, story. This says, maybe I need to do some more in-depth read. I don't know if there's going to be many more stories coming I mean, out about can this. Can you but. find out if he has a dog? Yes. Actually, there is There is no, the, I, I believe his dog was probably home safe. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure his dog got started getting in the car, saw what he was wearing, and was like, nope, I can't do this, and turned around and went back inside. <laughs> <laughs> he says, my buddy, my buddy already tried, they already tried to pin drunk driving on my buddy, you know, my, my buddy from the dog park. I'm not getting in there. I already see what you're doing. I see your game plan. I'm not falling for it. I like it. to think the dog was wearing like a Keystone Light yeah. vest. Yeah. No, Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> he was dressed as Spuds McKenzie. Again, for the younger listeners, yeah, again, once again, we've, uh, look it up for the yeah, internet, and you'll yeah, see what Spuds yeah. McKenzie was. Yeah, but that, yes. that was Scott Bayo's yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> so there you have it. Oh. Law and order. Law and order. I'll be. I'll be. Yeah, the best and the brightest. So, Tom, I got to hear. My wild beers were from West Kerry Brewing. Um, wild beer from Ireland. Well, you know, there was a lot of them. Um, you could easily say Guinness, Guinness, Guinness all night long. Um, but... The one that I had that definitely stood out was this Darcy Red Ale from the Franciscan Brewery uh, in Cork. And story there, I know you talked about Finn and Brian from Mm -hmm. uh, Dick Max. Well, when I was there and I met them, they said, if they asked where I was going, and I, I told them where I was going, I said, oh, you're going to Cork? You have to go to the Franciscan. You have to meet Shane Long. He's the guy who basically helped us build this place in terms of the brewery side of it. And, and, and Dick Max. And Dick Max. Dick Max yeah. is in Dingle. It's a, it's a pub that's been there for 100 years. And then they also brew their own beer in the back. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so of course, you know, he's sitting there texting him saying, hey, this guy's headed your way, you know. <laughs> Can you can you give get him five? The red carpet can, ready. Can you get five minutes, you know? So his name's McMahon. <laughs> his name's McMahon. Yeah. Exactly. Out loud, his name is McMahon. Get the red carpet out. <laughs> He's so, coming home. So we we head on down and uh I texted him uh 
we did the Blarney Stone. We kissed the Blarney Stone too. Oh yeah. Had so to you do have that. The gift of gab now. How, yep, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The gift of eloquence. Well, my dad had it, so I figured I, I wasn't too far away. <laughs> but uh, you know, we ended up down there at the Franciscan, and I met up with Shane Long and a couple of his buddies, Stephen and Alan. And ironically, Stephen and Alan both have their own pubs as well. And Steve, Unless you've been to Ireland, in case that's predictable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Ireland, not right. Um, and Stephen actually has relatives and friends in Temecula. No. So I invited him out. Hey, next time you're out, yes. you know, we will buy you a beer and Tell get you that. on the podcast. Bring some some Tell Sorry, yeah, no, don't bother there coming. You there you go. There you go. I don't so, have rules on it, but that's that's my <laughs> that's my hard line. That's what I'm on a writer right now. I need that. Joe needs to find some of that for me. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we exchanged digits and stuff like that. And so he's going to give us a call when he gets out here. Um, but Shane Long, incredible story. He was one of the, he was one of the original seven and he has a pub now, or brewery now named original seven, but he was one of the original seven microbrewers in Ireland back in the nineties. Mm. And so he has a great history, great following there in Ireland and the, the tie-in with Dick Max was that when Dick Max was just a pub, they wanted to start brewing their own beer back in, you know, 2016, 2017. They reached out to Shane Long. And Shane Long's like, ah, you really don't want to do that, guys. You it's really just It's a lot of work. You really don't want to do this. But Finn's like, no, no, no. I want to do this. I want to do this. So he says, well, send me your business plan. He sent him the business plan. And Shane was actually very impressed by the business plan. So long story short, Shane Long had a lot to do with getting Dick Mack's brewing side up and going, you know, and steering them through the pandemic um, and make, help, helping make them the success they are today on the brewing side. But I got to tell you, I had a bunch of Shane Long's beers that night, four, five, four, seven, five, two Shawshanks, and this Darcy Red Ale cut above the rest. So if you ever in Cork listeners... You have to go the Franciscan Well Brewing Company. And oh, by the way, they have a fire um, beer, fire, what am I thinking here? They have a pizza place in the back where they do the stone fire uh, oh, pizzas. Okay. Nice. And it was great, great uh, Pompeii pizza. Um, so yeah, just a great place, great atmosphere. Shane was very generous with your time. Shane, if you're out there, thank you very much. Appreciate it. He's out there, but is he listening? That's the question. Uh, well, he is now. He will now. Right. He is and now. He's, he's coming on the show. That's perfect. When he gets his no, no, that's Steve. That's, that's Steve. Steve. Well, so, you bring Shane. Bring Shane I don't oh, care true. if he brings that's Shane. That's true. We actually don't care who brings this beer back. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> Steve, Ian, any of these guys that ben, you mentioned. Dick Paul. Mac. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 So uh, great place, like I said, if you get there. And when we're there in two years, gentlemen, we're definitely going there. And then, oh, by the way, uh, Alan's place, uh, Shane called the best pub in Cork. So it's called Fiona Barra. So we have to add that to the list as well when we get okay, to Fiona Barra. So, uh, toast to Shane, toast to Steve, toast to Alan. Thanks for the, the time. Appreciate it. Well, cheers. I'm glad cheers. you guys had a wonderful trip. I'm out of beer, so cheers. No, oh, I don't, I don't uh, drink yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's so a good potato. There you go. I did not dangle that, that in yeah, front I'm of him. Just that. take it away now. You're out of luck. I had one fun story, family story, one and a half. So when I was mapping out pubs to go to, you know, top places to go, Sean's Pub was on the list. 
And for listeners out there, you know that my brother, Sean, I I have a brother named Sean. So of course, you know, when I map it out, it's halfway between Dublin and Galway, which is where we were going. So natural stop along the way. Got got a piece somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. So I plug in the address the day that we're leaving and it comes up on Google Maps and right next to Sean's pub. In Ireland, it's O Google Maps. That's true. Right next to Sean's pub, it says Dan's Tavern. That's okay. So (laughs) listeners out there, my other brother's name is Dan. So you zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. They're five miles apart from each other in Athlone. I'm like, okay, this is meant to be. I got to go to both. So we get to Dan's Tavern, walk in. It's the day drinkers. Yeah. They're all there. They're They're, the old timers. They're betting on the ponies. Yeah. And saw that, witnessed that. (laughs) Yeah. So got, got to talk to the bartender, Polly. He was there and uh, had a great time talking to him, told him the whole backstory of where we were there and everything. And, and then I told him we're going to Sean's pub. He's like, Sean's pub. I used to work there. He's like, you got you to say hi to Timmy for me. I'm like, okay, sure. So we get down to Sean's pub. And uh, like, I'm sure you saw this, Jeff. You walk in, you see Sean's pub on the outside. It's like any of the pub on the outside. You walk in, it's this old place, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of history on the walls. Mm-hmm. But it's not too big, right? No, no, they're tiny places. They're tiny places, okay? You go to the back room, there's a little back room in the back. But then you open up this door and it's like the Shangri-La opens up. I did not see that. Like a Harry Potter tent. It is. It is. Pretty there was cool. this whole That's for our beer garden. Listeners. Yeah, that's true. There's this whole beer garden in the yeah, back. Scott Bale fans. And open up. <laughs> Scott Bale. Thank you. <laughs> Spuds McKenzie. Um, and the great thing about the beer garden is that where the Sean's Pub is, it's right on the River Shannon. So you're outside looking at the River Shannon, drinking a beer. It was a wonderful thing. So very cool. One more thing with regards to Sean's beer or Sean's pub. It's the oldest pub in Ireland. According I saw, to Guinness. I saw signs for it. I did. I saw signs everywhere for Sean's pub. They oldest have, pub in Ireland. They have stuff dating back to 900 AD. That's crazy. So sorry, brother Dan, brother Sean wins this time. <laughs> so well, we're then, glad to have you back. Yeah. The last place we stopped McMahon's bar and lounge. Sweet. Be good. They, yeah. Tell me they had swag. They didn't. Oh, well, you should just create some. Yeah, you should make your own. Yeah, you should make your own. I know, it. right? I know. But it was it was good. It was good. So, well, Sound Guy Tom, welcome back and cheers. 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 Listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Remember, check us out, rate us, review us wherever you get our podcasts, Instagram and Twitter. I like beerthepodcast.com website. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we gotta run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.